Are you a thankful children's minister? Now, our level of thankfulness reveals the condition of our hearts. It shapes how we relate to others, and it determines the direction of our ministry. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on Episode 8 of the Simple Kidman Podcast, Thanksgiving Edition. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men Podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and we boil it down to the things that matter most. Now, today we are going to be talking about a heart issue, and we know that what's going on in our heart really is more important than anything else in ministry because everything we do flows out of our heart. Remember what Proverbs 4.23 tells us, that above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows out of that. So today, thankfulness, gratitude, it is a heart issue. I do love Thanksgiving. I'm recording this the Friday before Thanksgiving 2017. But if you're listening to this on a non-holiday season time, then that's okay too, because gratitude and thankfulness, that's an appropriate topic to think about any time of year. I just love to dive into it a little more and think about being a little more intentional with this, obviously with the holiday coming up. It's a great holiday, great time together with friends and family and to reflect on how grateful really am I day to day, not just in November, but in any time of year. Hey, since I am recording this in the holiday season, I did want you to let you know about a fun resource that I just released in Kindle. It's on the Kindle store at Amazon. Uh, it's called God's Big Christmas Adventure by Jason Byerly. You can also find a link to that over at the Simple Kidmen blog, simplekidmen.com. And it is simply a devotional book for families to set them up to have great conversations during this Advent season to bring the Bethlehem Bible story to life. There are four weeks, just four devotions, basically to do one a week for them to do to, to get ready for Christmas. There's a fifth devotion to do on Christmas night after all the presents are open and the excitement is over to point them back to Jesus. And then there's a sixth devotion that has a special activity for New Year's Eve that helps families reflect back on this past year where God has shown up, how he's been faithful, and how the same God will be with them in the challenges and all the joys in the coming year. So again, it's called God's Big Christmas Adventure. It's available in the Kindle store, and you can pick that up by going straight to Amazon or to the Simple Kid Men blog. I hope that's helpful for you. Maybe a great resource that you could recommend to families in your church or just other families you know. All right, let's dive into this topic of thankfulness today. Now, we know from Scripture that thankfulness is just a really big deal in the eyes of God. Psalm 107.1 tells us to give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So our thankfulness isn't tied to our circumstances. It's a condition of the heart and a posture towards God and all of his goodness and all that he has done and is doing in our hearts and our lives that nothing can change depending on whether things are good or bad in our circumstances. God's goodness remains constant. And our response is a heart of thankfulness and love and praise. But you and I know that we don't always have thankful hearts, do we? What gets in the way of that? Well, I have three things today that I've seen in my own life creep up again and again that short-circuit gratitude in my heart. I've been talking to some of my children's ministry friends lately about this, and these are common things that come up with all of them as well. But I also have 
three things that really will be strategies to help you to deal with those things that get in the way of gratitude. Now, instead of being grateful, sometimes this time of year or other times of year, we turn into turkeys, don't we? So we want the turkey to be on the dinner table at Thanksgiving. We don't want it to be coming out of our hearts. So today I have three turkey busters to share with you that will be strategies that you can use to bust that turkey tendency in all of us to not be grateful for who God is and what he's done. So let's get on with this. What gets in the way of thankfulness? Well, for me, number one, envy. Since the Garden of Eden, the enemy has been trying to focus us on the one thing we don't have. I mean, think about this. God said to Adam and Eve, you can have this entire lush tropical paradise to enjoy and meaningful great work to do in this it's an adventure there's exploration it's absolutely perfect and i will even come and hang out with you in the garden and it's going to be awesome oh by the way there is this one thing you need to stay away from that tree over there don't eat that fruit or it will kill you and of course instead of enjoying all that god has given them adam and eve choose to focus on the one thing that they didn't have I don't know about you, but I can relate to that. Uh, God has blessed me in so many ways, and yet so often my focus is on what I don't have versus what I have been given. 1 Timothy 6, 7 to 8 says, For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we'll be content with that. So our turkey buster for envy is contentment in Jesus. Now, contentment is a great thing to talk about, but how do we practically experience contentment in our day-to-day lives? Well, Paul gives us the secret in Philippians 4, 11 to 13. He says, I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or or want. I want to know that secret, guys. How about you? Paul, tell me that secret. How are you able to be content in any and every circumstance? Whether you have a bunch of children's ministry volunteers or you're begging people to come and serve in your ministry, whether you have a huge budget or whether you're scraping together your pennies to try to pay for construction paper and craft supplies this week, whether you have incredible support from your leadership at church or you feel like you're beating your head against the wall that children's ministry is not valued by your leadership. Whatever your circumstances, Paul says there's a secret of being content in whatever that happens to be. So I want to know that secret. And he tells us that secret in Philippians 4.13. He says that the secret of being content in any and every circumstance is this. He said, I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. Now, frequently we take that whole, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, and we put it on posters of people rock climbing or achieving their corporate goals or dunking a basketball or whatever else that is. That is not what Paul was talking about here. It's not about I can you know, get superpowers or become a super achiever because of Jesus. Now, Jesus does help us to do amazing things far beyond our ability to do. But this passage is saying, look, whatever life throws at you, whatever the world throws at you, there is a secret of being content and it is drawing close to Jesus and really remembering what we have in him. And when we live with the light of that truth, well, our circumstances become much less important because the major things in life, the biggest thing in life, a reconciliation with God and, and being able to be a part of his family, that's already been taken care of. We have the hope of heaven and we have the Holy Spirit living us here and now. 
And Paul says, focusing on that will bust that turkey of envy in your life and in mine. All right, next one. What else gets in the way of being thankful? Oh, this is a huge one, especially in more affluent cultures, like many of us probably listening today live in. It's entitlement. It's the thing that says, I deserve this. It's the attitude of the older brother in the prodigal son story who gets all mad at his loving father for throwing a party for his returning brother. And he says, well, what about me? What about me? What do I deserve? So many times, sadly, that is the attitude of my heart. And there is a great turkey buster for this thing called entitlement. It's humility. Here's what scripture has to say about that. Then Jesus told this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everything else. Two men went to the temple to pray, Jesus said. One was a Pharisee, the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like other people, cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I am certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, be merciful to me. For I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, Jesus said, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. It's Luke 18, 9 to 14. Obviously, in the story of this uh, Pharisee, we see this mentality of entitlement. Look at how awesome I am. Look at all I've done. I deserve praise and attention and all the good things that come with that. But humility is the attitude of the tax collector that says, hey, I know what I am without God. And I am so grateful for his mercy. Humility breeds contentment and gets rid of entitlement faster than anything else. Remember the words of Psalm 8, 1 to 4. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strengths, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them, human beings that you should care for them? That psalm helps us to right-size our view of God as the majestic king of the universe and our view of us as creations of his hand. What are mere mortals that you should think about them, God? Human beings that you should care for them, and yet... He does think about us, and yet he does care for us. But keeping that reality in mind of Psalm 8 helps us to understand and practice humility, which takes care of entitlement like nobody's business. All right, last one. What keeps us from being grateful? Busyness. Oh, this is a huge one for me. Run around doing all these great things for God and God's kingdom and the church, and yet I don't stop and tell Jesus, thank you for what he's done for me and what he's doing in my life and in my family and my home and my ministry. Can you relate to that? Have you ever been so busy doing the work of God that you neglect to spend time with God and give him the credit for all that he's done? Here's what Luke 10 has to say about that. As Jesus and his disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken 
away from her. So Martha was so busy doing work for Jesus that she neglected to spend time with Jesus, that she missed the opportunity to stop and sit at his feet and learn and listen and cultivate love and gratitude with her Lord. Luke 17 tells us another story about thankfulness and busyness. It says, as Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. And as he entered a village there, 10 men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus's feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked, didn't I heal 10 men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. So ironic that the people of God often neglect to give credit to God, often neglect to stop and consider all that God has done for them. Busyness is a major cause of distraction and short circuits Thanksgiving in my life. And what's the turkey buster for that? Well, it's solitude. It's time with Jesus. Just like Mary sat at the Lord's feet, just like the leper who was healed returned to tell Jesus thank you. Well, the same thing is really helpful in our lives when we stop and, and spend time with him. We stop and say thanks and just tell him all that we're grateful for. It changes our hearts, changes our attitudes, changes our outlook on life, changes everything. Psalm 4610 reminds us to be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The question is, will he be honored in my life and in yours? So there you go. Envy, entitlement, busyness. We can bust those turkeys with contentment in Jesus, with humility, and with solitude and time with Jesus. I hope that by looking at this list, maybe you see something that you can identify with, which is the one that you struggle with the most, and which turkey buster do you find the most helpful? Because our simple takeaway today is practice gratitude daily. That means that you can apply what we talked about in this podcast in November around our American celebration of Thanksgiving or at any time of year, wherever you may be listening, anywhere in the world. Gratitude never goes out of style. It's an awesome thing. Because like I said at the very beginning, it really does reveal the condition of our heart. It does shape how we relate to others. And it determines the direction of our ministry. Nobody wants to follow a leader who is ungrateful, who is envious, who is entitled, who is too busy to cultivate their relationship with God. So practice gratitude and become a leader worth following so that others will want to imitate that incredible character trait in their lives as well. Our verse for the day is from 1 Thessalonians 5.18, and it says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Hey, thanks for listening today. Next time we'll be back with part two of a conversation we started in our previous episode about having hard conversations with parents. I said that was coming next, but hey, this whole gratitude Thanksgiving thing seemed really timely, so I wanted to jump in and hit this topic while Thanksgiving was fresh on my mind and on the calendar for those of us who are heading into Thanksgiving next week. So thank you again for listening. I'm super grateful for all of you. I've been blown away by how many people have been listening to this podcast. And I hope that just means that you're finding it helpful because I love children's ministers and I just want to encourage you and equip you and help you in any way I can. You can check out the show notes to this blog as always over at simplekidmen.com where I will link in all of the scriptures that I shared 
And I hope you have an amazing week practicing Thanksgiving whenever you're listening to this and wherever you're at. I'll see you next time. We'll